0: On this week's episode of Bungalower and the Bus, we talk about the packing district. What are they packing? The Grills Lakeside Grill. (laughs) What are they grilling? And a broken Christmas star. A
1: broken Christmas.
0: Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus.
1: I am the Bus, John Busdecker. Hey John Busdecker. This is Brendan O'Connor, the editor of Bungalower.com. Did you forget again what you do, Brendan? I've been like going strong all day.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, all day. One whole day you worked.
1: Great. That's it. That's it. That's the life of a <laughs> life of a news blogger. We run Orlando source for hyperlocal news, bungalower.com. We talk about everything that's happening in downtown Orlando. Uh, From Winter Park to Soto to Paramore to Thornton Park. Park. Yeah, all right. And the Milk District.
0: So that's what we talk about here on Bungalow and the Bus. The The same
1: things that are on com. Yeah, we just uh, chew it up and spit it back out. That's right. Anything that you don't understand and you want to hear more about, check it out. com. You can find out more about what... we probably didn't cover <laughs> and so this <laughs> week
0: we are at uh magnolia the bar it's a bar downtown on magnolia how uh-huh, creative uh-huh. and uh it's a nice bar have you been here before brendan
1: i've been here on a little crawl before that's yeah it. yeah
0: i was last time i was here i got very 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 drunk uh-huh and left. <laughs> <laughs> did you pay uh i paid i biked home actually <laughs> Not you, one of my prouder moments in life. You
1: can still get pulled over. Yeah, but
0: I feel like there's bigger fish to fry here in this town. Right, it Just go slow. I made it. You did make it. I did. You're no, I, I mean, I was I was pretty tipsy that night. I'm glad. Probably should have got an Uber that I'm night. I'm glad you made it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> if you've never been to Magnolia, uh, probably known for their uh, naked lady photos on the walls. <laughs> right? I just knew them
1: for their Magnolia
0: Murals. It's really hard to miss the the nude women on the walls. I didn't notice. Well, Brendan didn't as, notice. As a gay man, I noticed them the first <laughs> thing I walked in.
1: Because you're a thirsty, thirsty true. bee. That's right. Yeah. So if right, you right wanna... across the street, we can see a future story that we haven't written about yet. It's true. Because I was sworn to secrecy. All right. We, well,
0: then we better not talk about it. But there's
1: a new bar coming in.
0: Yeah, well, you can kind of see it sprouting. Everybody up over knows,
1: there. and we know it's associated with Mathers. Uh huh. We know the name. We're not going to say it. Okay. Just going to be a lot of stuff coming up soon in the next week or so, and we'll tell you more about that later. All right. So Other headlines. What do we got going on, Brendan? Uh, I think the biggest news, John, was uh, Doctor Phillips his the uh, Doctor Phillips Charities, different from the Doctor Phillips Center. The,
0: for the for the performing arts? Well, not really. Well, right.
1: <laughs> parent company? I don't, know. I don't know how that works. Dr. <laughs> Phillips Charities is the nonprofit foundation arm, right? Yeah. And they I don't own. Think,
0: I don't think they're that related. They, they might have given the land, but they own
1: a lot of property.
0: Yeah. They're, they're, they don't run the Dr.
1: Phillips Center. No. But I think they donated to it and got the naming right. Yeah, right? they might have. So Dr. Phillips Charities has finally announced what's happening at the corner of Princeton and OBT. Uh, which we have been following for two years. Uh huh. I've been with Bungalore for three. And they're calling it the packing district. I kinda like that. <laughs> Do you not like that? Uh, we'll you talk about that some, later. You think there's some undertones there. Yeah, I think so. It's well we can delve into that. But I think it's a two hundred acre development, mixed use development, with a hundred acres of that going to a park. Yeah. Which is actually gonna be fronting John Young Parkway. Yep. And then the rest is like townhomes and retail there's rumors of a super Publix coming in there uh it's huge just yeah no it's changer. a huge
0: deal i saw the i saw the renderings um if you're not familiar with this area as brendan said orange blossom trail in princeton mm-hmm. there's sort of a 7-eleven there there used to be amazon hose <laughs> there but it's not there no more they knocked that building down
1: and habitat restore which you talked about last episode yep. i thought they were demoing it there are plans to make it into almost like an East End market. Yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I know deal. I saw
0: the renderings. It looks really really cool. That I love that it. is a cool it is a cool building. Yeah. I
1: don't know their history. Was that a, was that an old like packing? It was called like the box shop or box okay. store. I didn't really I don't know the whole history behind that specific building, but I think it was associated somehow with the orange packing Industry. That's why they're calling it the packing yeah. district.
0: Well, there's still some packing stuff over there because I, for right. disclosure, I live right over there. Yeah. And so I'm I'm excited for this, mostly because the property values of my home are <laughs> probably going to go up now at
1: some point. But they're, well, they're still like packing stuff over there because I see the crates. They're keeping a number of... The old factory buildings. Are gonna there's be only retrofit. a few over there, to yeah, be honest. They a kept lot of the good it,
0: ones. So on Orange Blossom Trail between Princeton and Silver Star in that area, there's a lot of, lot of like, construction stuff. Like you can rent a a high low, or you can, they have like a tile like place. or there's just like all these like kind of shops. I mean, there's like the Oddity Shop there. It's an industrial. It's an industrial park. It is. It's it an is. industrial park.
1: So it's interesting to see it flip from an industrial park to arguably one of the biggest uh, mixed-use developments here in town, bigger than Mills Park, right? And then the park that they're building, 100 acres, to put that in the context, Lake Eola Park is 23 acres. Yeah. So, that's like five Lake Eola Parks. Yeah, and right
0: now it is kind of uh that area there's a there's some it's a wetlands they said. So, right. I don't know what they're going to do with that.
1: I'm sure, like a boardwalk and just yeah, yeah. Cyprus. But there, it's
0: pretty, it's pretty natural right over there. Right after you pass Princeton on your way to Walmart, basically on Princeton. I'm sorry, when you pass OBT to get to John Young Parkway, right? It's, it's still kind of natural over there. That's where the the
1: um, links
0: buses all go. And- it's actually
1: and it's on the route. There's a railroad that goes through there. That's an expansion. An exp- a planned expansion for Sunrail. So it looks like, if you look at the plans close enough, they build out onto the railroad tracks. That could be the College Park. Uh, Sunrail stop. I'm
0: excited. Eventually, I'm just. I think it's awesome. I mean, I haven't
1: seen anybody say anything negative about it. I
0: saw one guy on your comment, what like something about, oh, they're going to gentrify that neighborhood now or something like that. All but, right? Something racial. But that's not but true. But nobody lives there because it's all. Yeah, there's nobody lives over there. Yeah,
1: it's interesting. <laughs> it's it's quite the buffer, though. I know because that it, right up to the railroad on the eastern edge of the railroad. That's where a lot of people have been flipping homes already. Uh-huh. Right? New college park dwellers are moving there because that's where their cheaper homes that's are. That's where I moved. Um, those, of. yeah, those, but they're having like normal transitional neighborhood problems with people breaking in and stealing cars. And it's all been along that corridor along obt Uh and along the railroad and then with this huge new buffer development between it it'll be interesting to see how that impacts that side of college park yeah so
0: they from what i read what did it say 10
1: to 15 years this is all going to take oh this is enormous it's going to impact the streetscape they're redoing the streets they're going to have new bike lanes protected off-road bike lanes uh 10 years is Probably. yeah, right. And it'll be in the news all through those 10 years. When will the first thing open? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like, it'll probably be like creative village. And the very first thing they do is a bus stop. Uh-huh. Right, right. And then we all have right. to wait another five years. I'm still
0: looking forward to it. I
1: think it's great. I'll be, I'll be watching it, man. we'll, and we'll tell you more about it. Hopefully we'll still be around in 10 years. We we'll can, see. We Who knows about it. Actually in the same neck of the woods over there, I, I call it like college park. North is Grills lakeside. I know, yeah, that's around the corner from my house too. Finally, about to open. I'm li- see, see, I had this this
0: idea when I bought this house that <laughs> I was going to just be in the center of it all. And so I, I, I'm like Warren Buffett when it comes to real estate so development. So smart! Uh-huh. What a
1: smart man you are. John. Yeah? So tell me about grills because I'm excited for it. It's enormous. If if anybody who's been around here for a while remembers Mister Sisters, which was arguably one of the best lakeside patios in Orlando, it was like a gay bar slash uh, you could come and eat wings and stuff over the water they're building this huge lakefront grill i don't know how else it's like a it's like a fish
0: restaurant they have this in uh
1: coco this is the third location there's one in coco
0: right and then i don't know where the other one is i can't remember either but it's i've been to the one in coco it's awesome
1: Everybody loves it. It's got oh, a yeah. huge following. We've been waiting for this to open for probably another two years. We've been waiting. We've been writing about this. And they story. built this building from the ground up ground This it's not
0: a renovation. Right on Lake
1: Fairview. Yeah, and there right were some problems.
0: I remember when this was proposed years ago, and I didn't live where I live now. I lived on the other side of College Park. And there were some issues because people were mad that uh, people were going to play music and yeah. the sound was going to travel acro- across Lake Fairview because all, all along Lake Fairview, uh, there's some pretty pricey homes over there
1: on the eastern side. On yeah. the western side, it's oh, it's all it's trailer, trailer parks,
0: parks and, and, and there's tiny like houses. one little condo there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, on the other side, yeah, that's where uh, Iverness, I think, is the neighborhood. Right. Okay. And uh, those are super expensive homes, but uh, they, I guess I don't know if they settled it or not. But either way,
1: Grills is opening, and uh, I'm pretty excited for it. I it's gonna be huge. They're giving a, a larger window of time for opening January 2nd to January 8th. Love it. Because they still have a lot of work to do, but I, I peeked through. You can go see some photos of the work site that I just did a little drive-by because I, I like peeking where I'm uh-huh. not supposed to peek. Hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and took some shots of the of what it looks like, and I can already tell I'm going to be spending a lot of money there.
0: So the one thing I like about this, a few things I like about this. First of all, it's close to my house, as I said. But second of all, <laughs> um, there's not a ton of of like fish restaurants I feel like in this area. Like like when I say fish restaurants I don't mean where salmon costs $38. I mean like where <laughs> I can get like a piece of fish and some fries and whatever yep. Yep. for 12 or 15 bucks. Back in the day
1: I used to work in a roadside hotel and we had a Friday night <laughs> fish fry and I would fry the fish all day. I just stank. And then I had to, if the hotels were booked up, John, I'd have to sleep under a canoe. Oh, man. And then wake up the next day and do it all over again. Sounds terrible. Isn't that crazy? It North did. Shore of Lake
0: Superior. But there's just, but but think about it though, Brendan. Where can you go to just get like, a, like I said, 15, 16, 17 dollar plate of fish with a fun atmosphere a beer they just don't have i'm trying to
1: think winter park fish company which i haven't eaten
0: at Uh uh-huh directly i'm not allowed to go there wife banned it we had a bad experience (laughs) what about uh real Real fish real fish kitchen on
1: that but they have a big fish dinner coming up
0: but even there they do it's a seven fish fish yeah yeah but even there I, i like it there and this isn't a knock on them it's not somewhere you go and order coronas and and where uh, you could it's very you can but it's not
1: it's not like that coastal it's like cape Cod-y. this is like cape cod like boston like girls is like that like coastal place you go collar. in daytona
0: to have beers and you watch you know, yeah. boats go by. Which is, I'm stuff. really
1: excited. They found a lake. They're doing it in yep. Orlando. It's I'm excited. An interesting part, up and coming area of Orlando too. So, we're yeah, definitely gonna the be the Packing District.
0: We call it now, Brendan. Packing District. Uh-huh.
1: I can't. They need a gay bar. Yeah. Well, uh, they probably
0: will. That's what happens when you start doing these things. That's that's who moves in. I hear. As
1: long as there's no fudge sellers there. <laughs> <Al> buddha <laughs> What? Al buddha What's the, oh, you went there. I did go there. How was it? It actually opened Thursday. I, didn't, I haven't had a chance
0: to make it over there yet. It's in
1: the old Maddie's Craft and Crew. Okay. <laughs> if you
0: remember that, congratulations. It was here for three months. That was open for Two a months. minute.
1: Well, there was a pizza
0: place there for like a day, it Chicago's,
1: wasn't there? Chicago's Pizza. Man. Uh, and I don't remember what it was before then, but I it's right either. behind... Hamburger Mary's. Hamburger Mary's. It's Which, off Side Church note,
0: too. I went to Drag Queen Bingo on Who was the host. Oh, I don't know—a oh, blonde woman and 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 a brunette woman. Miss Sammy. I think so. Must have been. We love Miss Sammy. Old, was she older? How dare you? She, well, no, she makes jokes about being Timeless. Ancient. timeless. All right. Well, timeless <laughs> meaning she's been around for all of time. But, no, they were fantastic. She's I've been never drinking been. a lot of water, Miss Sammy. If you've never been to Hamburger
1: Mary's Drag Queen Bingo, I would suggest yeah. Galway. If you watch RuPaul but you're afraid to go to Parliament House, Hamburger Mary's is a great... It was great. Toehold. It was fun. Uh, El Buda was supposed to be called Buddha Libre. Something happened. Probably somewhere legally else legally speaking, that. they won't talk about it. This is Chef Trevino. He's a Iron Chef alum, celebrity chef. Another Orlando base. He was actually in Puerto Rico. I think he said he's opened like thirty restaurants in, wow in Puerto Rico. And this is the first time he's or this is the first mainland restaurant he's ever opened. Yeah. So I'm excited. It looks really good. It's like Latin Asian fusion. So what do they got? Dumplings. All right. Platinas, platinos. Oh, man, it was so much Plantains? Latin. Plantains? No, no. That's in there, though. <laughs> I don't know. Dumplings and stuff. Okay. Dump, Mexican dumplings. Right, bon me, Latin dumplings. And it, Hispanic and
0: he, dumplings. He
1: said he wants to make it like a I sexy just, I place. I just said
0: so many things that are probably not. Hispanic plat- dumplings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> correct. That's my also my drag name, Hispanic <laughs> dumpling. <laughs> uh, it's going to be cool. He wanted like a sexy place for people to come and have a drink. And have good food. All right. And, uh, and he's been following everything that's happening in Orlando, like the designers and architects behind some of the buildings that are building here. He got it. He, it was interesting that he's following the trends in saw Orlando. It was a great place to open. Will it, will it do okay? It's a hard spot. That's a hard spot. No,
0: it's hard to park there.
1: Hard to park. Um, but if the food is good and the service is better, people will go. I mean, the Rusty Spoon's been open for several years. Yeah, and Kathleen Blake has been working hard. Yeah, and it's not again not an easy spot. And with everything that's happening in Church Street, I'm not sure if he can hold out for Tremont Towers to open and the and the Orlando Magic Live stuff, whatever that whatever they're doing
0: then he's right there. Got it made. So yeah.
1: you know, Fergs is going through some shaky stuff right now. They're trying yeah. to sell or at least find an equity partner. I hope it works out. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, le lafa
0: Le feu. Open you want me to tell you about this? Yeah, tell me about it I have all of my colleagues where I work at A company called Change Everything Believe it or not, this is not my full-time job Bungalow or in the bus I don't believe it uh, They all went today and they loved it
1: Everything's under $10 They
0: loved it and what did they
1: have? The bodies? I don't know. They just
0: all said they loved it. I didn't go. I was too busy
1: working. So it's like build your own vermicelli bowls, uh-huh. which everybody seems to love. The broth, I guess, is out of this world. Uh huh. It's what everyone's saying on the twits and the instas. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. It's cool. It's it's in the Chase Plaza building, under the Plaza Cinema Theater. Okay, in that little Harry Potter Harry Potter Harry <laughs> Potter closet uh, under the escalators. And I think it's going to be around for a while. We've talked about it a little bit. We've yeah. talked about the lead
0: up and they yeah. got sandwiches and got soup. and We're
1: in. Sandwiches, that's all you need. And Can I call soup bucks. or do I
0: have to call it pho? Pho. It's soup though. I mean, it, it's under the yeah, umbrella soup? of soup.
1: <laughs> I think it works. Yeah. The owner is the, this is her first restaurant, but she's managed a lot. In, like, this family chain of restaurants that they've done. Okay. So, this, she, what she's are some about other ones? Do you she know? She couldn't tell me the names. It was, there was a little bit of a language barrier. Ah. But she was very sweet. You
0: speak Canadian. She speaks English. Yeah, I didn't understand anything. <laughs> Plus, I wasn't listening. <laughs> it was probably all my fault.
1: I didn't, And I didn't want to talk to her. Yeah. yeah. Girls. <laughs> Who talks to girls? And other news did you watch our new food truck episode? I watched some of it. We launched a new episode, a new series called Orlando Food Truck Guide, and we are going behind the wheel with Orlando's food trucks, seeing what makes them go. you were at the crepe truck first. Crepe truck. Yeah, I didn't choose that. Crepe Company, the Crepe Company, <laughs> Lisa Farid, the owner is actually the first Orlando food truck to go uh, franchise. Oh, wow. Which is pretty cool. And That's a good idea. Yeah, right? Why not? If you yeah. get it down, yeah. then sell that shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's super cute. You can see it on Facebook, see it on Who Who is the host? What was her name? Leah. Who is she? I actually don't know her. It's just, oh. this is, she came out of she Just Le- find it. Hey, you host this. Jordan Eichenblatt, who is one half of the Brunch Bros. Who we're actually gonna be we bartended with at Frosty's Christmas time. Yep.
0: Celebrity bartenders Celebrity we bartending. were. It and was so it, amazing too. We, we did an awesome job. We did.
1: I think we made the most tips ever. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Jordan chose her. He found her. She's awesome. I host the. I host one in the future with Treehouse. Yeah. Treehouse truck. Hannah Zuck from Orlando Shirts has done a couple. So yeah, I think we have five or six already done. Cool. More in the works. If you have a food truck that you'd like to get highlighted, email us at sales at bungalower com and we will chat you up. Awesome. Yeah. What else? Milk district's getting banners. What? Just banners? Banners. Just, all just the say main street. Yeah, all the main. All the main streets are made to do like this branding effort. That's okay. Hang, hang banners on the streets. That's fair. So you so you know where you is. Uh, I think it's dumb. No, yeah, really? Yeah, I think it's a waste of money. They don't. They have to pay for them. The city doesn't pay for the banners. No, the main street people have to pay for it. And they are already, they only get a certain amount of cash from the city, and the rest they have to fundraise. Yeah. And a lot of that just goes to their wages and health care. Wages, meaning the one person who runs the it? The one person who runs it, right? So then. Which isn't uh, that well and the then paid they're, job. No, some it's are right. like 30 grand. Yeah. You know, others are like 90. So it really? just depends on where you are. Soto's Soto pays a lot. Don't Thornton, right. uh Church Street pays a lot too, because they have more events. Right? They make more cash. Okay. They're more like entertainment. Well, Church Street's more like an entertainment district, but it's treated under that umbrella of the Main Street district, so uh. they get a little bit more funding from things like that. But places like Audubon Park have like no cash, and they're bootstrapping it all the way through. I feel like they do really good events. Somewhat. There's some more heart, I think, maybe, yeah. to the Ottawa no, podcast. Because right. it yeah. thinks that they're interested they're in do.
0: They do more community events. They do. Zombie Tilberfest. I think mean, they're killing it. That's Jennifer Marvel. She does
1: such a great job. Joanne Grant loves been, Mills 50. And Robert a great job. at the Milk District. Just started. Yeah, yeah, I love Robert. We went to school. Actually, Robert was one of the co founders of Juice Bike Share, now in charge of Milk District. Uh. Uh, I just worry that when they're made to do these branding things, which cost like ten grand. Oh yeah, those things are And then they don't stay up,
0: or they or they fade in the sun after or two they years. Fade in
1: the sun, they look awful. And then yeah. and then how are you branding your city or your neighborhood with uh, janky? So why do banners? you have to do it? Because it comes from top down. There's the well, city wants to Well, I feel like if you it. have to do something, somebody else should pay for it. Yeah, I agree.
0: I mean, if if it's you know if it's your choice, then yeah, you yeah. should pay for it. Pauline
1: Eaton, I love you, Miss Main Street Director. I love you very much, but but we gotta i think main street I think the main street district should be fully funded by the city if you're gonna claim that it's a city funded program and they're only half funded, yeah. And then you're going to claim the benefits of Main Street t- districts having brought all these new businesses to town, uh-huh. and supporting local businesses. Then you need to f- just fully fund it,
0: or give them the autonomy to choose what they want to do. Like if, I mean, which you they generally force. can. They're yeah. supposed to be
1: independent nonprofits that uh-huh. are subsidized by the city. Okay, but. With things like that, or like there's certain, what other, like the electric box program, there's pressure on them to do, everybody has to do the paint boxes.
0: See, I don't think, I I think each district should get to choose what makes their district their district. I agree. And if your district wants to paint the paint boxes, great. But if you don't want to, great. Like in my, where I live in College Park, they, I think they do it. But do we have the same sort of reputation as Mills 50? No, like we're different. We're just, you know, we're just. College Park
1: is. I love College Park. We're
0: families. Winter I don't Park, have a family, but... And, like,
1: upper-middle-class, <laughs> upper you know, families. Yeah. Oh, totally. No. Um, I mean, that's, that's and who you they can't are. can have Mills 50 aesthetic and projects applied to College Park. It just doesn't and fit. And I don't know if necessarily they're saying that, but there are certain things that you're expected to do when you're a Mil- Main Street partner. But... but
0: one of them is banners. But the Milk District is completely different than College Park. Right.
1: So, it's interesting. I hope they do a different aesthetic on the banners... I can't believe we're talking about banners. Who <laughs> Nobody out there cares about banners.
0: I, I will say, real quick, one last thing on banners, though. I do think it was important that they did that in Mills 50 because they did need to rebrand it years ago because everybody called it the Vimy District. I, people still do. No, but... I, that's why you do branding Is yeah. you try to change that So I think it was important To do it there Right But everybody knows The Milk District As the Milk mm-hmm. District I don't know if you need to Although it, it is Our good to know that. the Village Trying to do it in Paramore Right it, Yeah That 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 could be a whole other topic But like Brandon. But, but I, I mean I guess it is good to know That you're in the Milk District While you're in the Milk District So
1: anyway Alright time for a break John I'm Let's gonna have another back. beer Me too I'm gonna have I'm gonna, I'm gonna be
0: biking home tonight <laughs>
1: I'll drive you
0: Alright See you soon. (laughs) Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. What
1: a bus! This is Brennan O'Connor with com, your source for hyperlocal news. And we are at Magnolia uh-huh, uh-huh. on Magnolia. Right across from Swig's, the okest bar.
0: I've never been there.
1: No? I love uh-huh. their slogan. Really? Yeah, that's their real slogan.
0: So yeah, we are at Magnolia, uh, the bar downtown where uh, they have naked lady pictures on the wall. And we are talking <laughs> all things Orlando as we always do here on Bungalower on the Bus. And if you've missed any episodes of our show you can go to google play you can go to itunes you can go to soundcloud we have tons of other episodes we
1: also put them on bungalore.com with a yep. little bit of an explanation
0: and facebook too and
1: the facebook you can find us yeah yeah listen to then, all uh, of them get caught up you. if you don't know where we are it's your fault
0: yeah that's, i like that yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so what say. else we got going on brendan
1: uh, well, not to call it the city, but I'm going to call them out. Uh-oh. They had a couple of broken Christmas things happen. What happened? They broke Christmas. They broke it? Yeah. The city broke Christmas. They did light up their Christmas tree last week. Christmas tree looks great.
0: Uh, that's, the Jack, that's debatable.
1: Jack Kazenza's tree. There's a lot
0: of lights on that
1: tree. On the tree. Too many lights? Uh, kind of bright. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you're, like, one beer in and you just kinda, get super... Kind of tacky bright trigger. to me. Uh, so, I don't know. It's not... Not my favorite. I think it looks great. And you yeah. can see it from across the lake. Which see it the from whole friggin' outer space. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a landing strip. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, the Jack Kazanza Star. Do you know what that is? Uh, I know it's named after
0: a, was it a shop owner? Did he own like a department store? No, none of that?
1: Uh, it was actually uh, a man who, I think it was in the 80s. The the man it originally it originated between two department stores two boring okay. department stores on that corner. I'm not that far. During the, no, you're right. I, didn't, right. See her, I didn't laugh. at you. <laughs> During the holidays, they would string up the star, and it was like. Putting aside their rivalries for the holidays, let's let's get through this and celebrate Orlando. Uh And then the star actually disappeared at some point. I can't remember when, but it's actually in our upcoming zine that should be hitting the streets today. Actually, you you should be able to see it in all your favorite places around Orlando. Um, And then in the I want to see the '80s or early '90s, Jack Kazanzas, just a local man raised $13,000 to have a replica made of the star. Cool. And then they hung that back up over Orange Avenue. It's a 600-pound light-up star, and it's a symbol of the holidays in Orlando. Great. And it was broken. This week? <laughs> this, this week. They just put it up like a couple weeks ago. Who broke it? I Jesus, because oh. it just stopped working. i about and... bet Winter Park came and broke it. <laughs> but it looks like they've already fixed it. Um, we wrote an article because I wouldn't have written about it just the star being out.
0: Uh huh. Because you hate Christmas. I hate Christmas. Bah bah. Holidays.
1: <laughs> uh, but not only was the star out for like four or five days. Uh huh. The holiday signs over the Ivanhoe Building were also out. Oh no! For Like a week. Orlando. Orlando hates Christmas apparently. <laughs> and it's and that's happened a couple times. They turned it on for Jingle Leave and then it was off for like three days. And then we called it in. I actually called the Ivanhoe Village district <laughs> manager and was like, "Hey man, what's up? Your light is out." And they had the the breaker had gone out, and so they had to redo it. Ah. And then not 3 days later it happened again. It's an old building. It's an old building, but nobody's watching it. And so apparently I'm the only person that looks at the at the holiday <laughs> sign, and they must hate me because I'm repeatedly calling them to say, "What's up with the sign? Why is it out?" Yeah. Yeah. What, did they tell you why or not? That The second time, they don't know. And I guarantee it's just because it's an older building. Nobody's occupying that building right now. Uh, it's just wiring or Jesus. That's all <laughs> I can think of. What do you think? So wait.
0: Wh- so they fixed the one down here on Orange
1: Avenue? Real quick. All right. Good. Yeah, Ivanhoe's got to wait. So Red Light District, Ivanhoe Village is out. All right. Yeah, no red light. Hopefully that gets fixed soon. Yeah, where's everybody going to go? <laughs> <laughs> Where are we supposed to meet my Johns with my red light districts out? So broken lights, hopefully fixed. We just got a. We just put up an infographic, and I don't generally yeah? do this. It's yeah. From, it's from Zipcar. What's it say? Uh, it's how Americans kill time when they're stuck in holiday traffic. Is it on their phones? <laughs> no, they uh. <laughs> I guess kind of, they listen to podcasts in Florida. Okay. Maybe so our podcast. In Florida, hopefully our podcast. So if you guys are stuck in holiday traffic and you're listening to our podcast, thank you. Uh, put your phone down. Did you happen to see that story on the Orlando Weekly site about where
0: the top place Lyft drivers take people in Orlando? Yes. I thought that was funny. Where do they go? Bahama Cohen? Breeze. That's
1: <laughs> That's, how is that possible?
0: Well, I think part of it is... Um, I'll be honest. I actually uh, – one of the companies I work for does some work for Bahama Breeze. I think they, they partner with Lyft, and you can get a discount to get there. And so they do some of that. So that might be part of it. Ah, So it's incentivized. Yeah. Do they yeah. talk about that in the Orlando Weekly article? I don't know. I think so. I think they mentioned there was a promo code or a discount. Can I call out
1: Orlando Weekly a little bit? Sure. So they wrote about the packing district All like, right. a day after everybody else did? Yeah. Yeah. I think we were like the second or third person. College Park about it. newspaper sort of scooped that. They did scoop it. I was so mad that they got it. <laughs> uh, they used my they used my graphic. Really, Orlando Weekly used my graphic. Yeah, graphic. I, <laughs> in all fairness, it's not like high tech. I used the logo that they made. Uh uh-huh. Slapped it on a Google Google okay satellite image of the district where it's going to yeah. be and called it a day. Right. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, and they just pulled it and used it. Is it possible no they credit, no credit.
0: thought it was like the official? They did. One. I already called them out. Was,
1: <laughs> I call I already called the web editor. And was like, what's up, man? How come? What's up? Why? Where's my? Where's my logo? Where's my my credit? And they're like, oh, sorry, we just used it. And I just assumed it was theirs. Ah. yeah. So they fix it. Um, and I Let's I totally, good, I totally they, shook some bushes. There you go. Shook you need some that credit. Of, I, I thought to
0: said. The I'm Sentinel wrote about that Grand Avenue school getting uh becoming like an arts building. Uh-huh. They did. Yeah, they, they did. Wrote no about credit there. Yesterday's paper. <laughs> yeah. Well, they to be fair, to be to be fair, they actually had a ton of detail <laughs> that did I didn't have. Yeah, a ton of detail. Yeah. Too. yeah, yeah. But I was I wrote about the pottery studio. I didn't write about everything else.
1: does not who's got detail and information. It's yeah. about who does it first. That's right. <laughs> and we do it first here at our, at bungalore.com. Yeah, and last. And first and last like, we do. First and last. Did you hear about this e-commerce exchange thing? Uh I've heard about this before, but go on. Everybody's kind of making fun of it. And they're why? saying it's like a snowflake thing, like Oh uh, Yeah, whatever. Right. Go ahead. Tell it what tell people what this straight is white males. And I'll tell you why it's it's important to have this. So the Orlando Police Department has this area right outside their new headquarters where you can meet people that you've bought like Craigslist items from. Yep. Meet them in a supervised area. There's a little camera pointed at it. Uh-huh. 24 hours, a, a, seven days a week. And you can exchange the goods for the money without fear of being taken advantage of. So I'm going to say this is a great idea. because, right. Well, first, f-
0: few reasons. Um, number one, have you ever met somebody to exchange money for Craigslist items? Yes. Do you want them to come to your house? No. Do you like going to other people's houses? No. So this is a good neutral location. I've met people at gas stations to buy stuff. Winter Park Village. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So number two on that, right. um, uh, some of your readers may not read other publications, but uh, years ago, it might have been two years ago, maybe it was a year ago, there was a guy who was shot. I want to say shot and killed. Uh. I don't know if he was killed. Definitely shot. Over a PlayStation that he was selling on Craigslist in Paramore, I think it was in Paramore. It wasn't too far from that where the PlayStation so is now. So, like that stuff happens. It might I not happen. Say, to you. I don't
1: have gas. That was a bus that just went by. What? I don't. I just want to explain if anyone oh. heard that noise. Yeah, it's a bus. We're it was outside. A Lynx bus. We're on the patio here at Magnolia. Yeah.
0: But yeah. Keep anyway, going. like people die over face or uh, Craigslist stuff.
1: Right. So There's a lot of straight want. white males kind of making fun of it.
0: Well, if you're going to pack your AK47 or your AR15 to go exchange <laughs> $10 for a new comic
1: book, yeah. then yeah, you might be protected. So just go. Not everybody wants to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do it. No. So it's the new it's the new OPD headquarters. I think it's on South, East South Street. 1250 East is South it? Street. Is on OBT. Is on South Street. It's fronts OBT? yeah, but this this sign there's actually a sign that marks where it is. Yeah. Is on twelve. I like it. I think it's a great idea. How do you it's do? It's the
0: same advice you give to somebody when they're being, you know, if you're driving and you feel like somebody's following you, what do you do?
1: <laughs> you go to the police station. You go to the police station. That's what they teach you. Uh, Lineage Coffee just opened. I saw the photos. I haven't been over there Their yet. Their second location in Very town. Very pretty inside. It is really pretty. Yeah, like at least from the photos, disarmingly pretty. Uh-huh. I walked in and I was feeling a little underdressed yeah well that's like always <laughs> like always everyone was in black uh-huh. uh everyone it was a lot of like younger people pretty how old are you hipster i'm 35 yeah yeah, yeah. younger like in their 20s yeah Fun. i'm
0: on like they're the lo- cusp. loving life <laughs> drinking coffee at two in the afternoon on their
1: their max yeah because it doesn't keep chilling. them up at night and yeah yeah they're all on their max and they don't Reading care books like, who has time to read books? Yeah, reading Ray Bradbury books. I've been reading a Monocle magazine for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying like. to finish my New Yorker for a month. <laughs> and don't even let me, don't get me started about having to get up in the middle of the night to go pee.
0: You know, mate, you know, <laughs> this is such a nerd thing to say, but. Tell me. Every time I get a New Yorker. I hope that it's the one that's a two-week version <laughs> so I can have that one for two weeks and I won't get another one in a week. But this is like this is like a white guy problem. What do you do with them after? I, so here's the thing. I try to them. read them as, as much as I can, and then I put them aside, and then I say, I'm going to read this later, and then I never do. And then about six months stacks up of New Yorkers, and then I just recycle them. I'm never going to read it. Oh, That's really interesting.
1: Hey, Pepino's Pepe- organic Italian kitchen just opened. Maybe we talked about this last week. Maybe not. It looked amazing. Their pizza it, looks great. It was really good. You went? I did go without me. I did. <laughs> you do stuff without me? I went with uh, your your sub, uh, Scotty Campbell. Okay. My my boyfriend. I it was a sandwich that you brought. Mm, a sandwich. <laughs> <With> your face <laughs> on it. Uh, and Jenny Duet, the townie uh, tourist. We actually went to the. Friday night Moonlight Cemetery Walk Uh huh And then Kind of skipped out A little bit early Because this is the, Happened to be the first night That the Pepinos was open And ran over there To check it out It's in How the Hourglass it? District How was the pizza? Really good Is and it Is it like full pizzas Or is it like Like Two You can get proof? a smaller one And okay. then there's a
0: larger Like 12 inch uh, okay uh, Wait there's a smaller one Than a 12 inch So it's like 6 and 12?
1: I think so Okay I might be wrong.
0: Are they all fancy pizzas like Pizza Bruno?
1: Or is it just like pepperoni? They had like pepperoni. I had a chicken pesto. Oh, so it's fancy pizza. Uh, Scotty (laughs) had a rustica.
0: Oh, it's all fancy. Okay. So it's a fancy
1: pizza place. It's super Italian. And the guy's from Jersey, uh, Pete, and his dad was actually, his his dad's nickname was Peppino. So it's like his dad's recipes because his dad used to make pizzas. Okay. When he was like fresh from like Italy. Um, so he's opened this spot kind of in partnership with Giovanni, my hot fake boyfriend who's pushing the hourglass down everybody's throats. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're presenting that together, but it's, it's really Pete's biz and he was there making our pizzas and they're still ironing out some kinks. Like there's, you know, very freshly You were there open. the first day, right? Like yeah, about that, and you gotta the, give him a little a, bit
0: of bit of leeway. Yeah,
1: so you just gotta be nice. I wanted to get like extra sausage or garlic or something on my pizza, and and the waitress was like, oh no, we're not doing special orders right now, and and I was like you know I'm like, okay, sure if that's gonna throw you for a loop, it's to throw more <laughs> sausage on it, then <laughs> that's up to you.
0: Just take what you were gonna put on it and put a little bit uh, more. Blah, blah, blah. I've we'll worked at numerous pizza I, <laughs> places,
1: <laughs> and that's what and it was funny because then when he found out, Pete found out the owner. He was like, "I'll just put it on." Who He's like, oh, <laughs>
0: oh! I'll just put it on the pizza. He was
1: so funny. He was telling us stories, and there's pictures of his family on the wall, uh-huh. and all the wine selection is like, it's a great wine and beer selection. Parking wasn't that hard, and it's the first. It's really the first business that's opened in Hourglass. as part of this whole renovation. Cool. Thing. Through this one group of people, Pepino's
0: Organic Pizza. It's called Organic or
1: Italian Kitchen. I think is what All it's called, right, that's and, a mouthful. and pizzeria. All right, just like a pizza. Yeah, yeah. So, and a check it out. I love. <laughs> We're probably going to try and get them in our bundle, okay. our bungalow or bundle. But Sounds I want wanna de- They obviously need some more time to like figure things Work out. Work out those kinks before we throw a special at them. Yeah. Uh, but keep keep an eye on your envelopes, and uh, you might you still haven't got after mine. There. By the way. I just let you know <laughs> I've, I've known you for
0: years now and you tell me I'm, I'm going to get it. ready to get
1: it. Did we talk about croissant gourmet turning into the new tartine? We wait
0: a well, uh, little bit. We kind of have. OK, but this is in College Park.
1: It's in College Park. Croissant gourmet next to your no, not your pie. What's the College Park pizzeria yeah, place? It's called your pie? Part. Yeah, um, I think so. I had never been in. It's supposed and, to be good. That pizza place is supposed to be good. Pizza place is great. I haven't been there yet. And I had never actually been in Croissant, and it was really pretty.
0: Well, it was. I mean, that's what they have in College or uh, Winter Park. It's just like another version of it. But they have—they're open. They're, they close early though. So they're partnering like, with like the like a new
1: lunch. chef. They're gonna have a new wine selection. Great. I love it wine man in college park i love that that's, that's a big what we thing.
0: do there we're a little more refined than you uh mills 50 folks <laughs> we like our wine i'm not gonna
1: argue that cavanaugh's is blowing up
0: yeah i went there today bought some wine i went
1: there yesterday and bought some wine
0: awesome and some beer yeah he said we were gonna record there i actually asked him if we could record there um, tonight or tomorrow or yesterday or whatever and he said no i don't like games no people. he actually said uh, he was having an event he's like we kind of overbooked it and ah. it would just be crazy in here he's okay. like but i i want you guys to come over so this is Kavanaugh's i don't is it is it going to always be called Kavanaugh's is he gonna no ch- they're
1: going to go through a rebranding i okay. don't know. He, but they're still talking about that all right and i don't want to i all don't right. want to push it out if they're not ready all right uh paul frank that, that designer is taking over. You mean
0: what my Trapper Keeper had on it when I was in uh, middle school? <laughs> really? No.
1: That's Lisa Frank. Come
0: on. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I get the Franks mixed so this up. This
1: guy does, like, he's an illustrator. He's known for, like, the sock monkey cartoon oh, character. Oh, that's right. And
0: oh, yeah. I was thinking Lisa Fright.
1: So he's done a – I know you were. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's done a takeover of all of these juice bikes around town, and there's a unicorn bike. And if you post photos with the appropriate hashtags – and hash browns, uh-huh. so you can win some prizes. Well, that's good. So try to find Dazzle Unicorn the bike, and you can win some stuff. So let's take a little break. We're going to try a new segment called Storytime with Don Price. And uh, Don Price is the sexton of Greenwood Cemetery. Sexiest so sexton in all of Orlando. Don Price, over to you. We're here at Hammered Lamb with the sexiest sexton himself, Mr. Don Price from Greenwood Cemetery. Don, you're going to tell
2: us a story. Uh, what are you telling us today? Well, we like to talk about Harry P. Lou. Harry P. Lou is a fascinating guy. You know, we have Lou Gardens downtown. And a lot of people don't realize that when he sold that property to the city for thirty-two grand, it was worth over a million dollars. You know, he thought that, you know, he really wanted the city and the, and the citizens to enjoy it. But, you know, some of the weird things that happened with Lou is a lot of people think he was a horticulturist. He wasn't. He sold fire extinguishers. You know, that's how he made his money, in fire extinguishers. And his his house was just his hobby. But one of the unique things about him is his warehouse is now the Ace Cafe. So if you go to the Ace Cafe in Orlando, that was Harry P. Lou's warehouse there. But at one time, Harry P. Lou was kidnapped. He was kidnapped and they wanted this big ransom and I guess they didn't think they could get it when they found out that he was just a fire extinguisher salesman. So they ended up driving him and they dropped him off in, in Winter Garden behind Disney. You know, it's, it's known as 545 or Avalon Road. They dropped him off in the Orange Grove there and stole his car and he ended up having to walk back to Orlando back then. That was a long, was a long drive today but you can imagine back then. So, but it comes to find out that a few weeks later, somebody must have stepped in. He ended up getting his car back. He ended up getting everything else, and they found it in Tallahassee. So, you know, just little weird little tidbits about Orlando.
1: I love it. That was story time with Don Price, Sexton of Greenwood Cemetery. It's Don Price. Ah, uh, oh, he's so good. He's so, he knows so many things about He's so things. smart. He is, so He that's... should go on
0: Orlando Jeopardy.
1: <laughs> Maybe that'll be a ho- uh, an event we can host. We should do that. I know a- totally. There's it. like a million events we want to do. One beer.
0: Yeah. If anybody <laughs> hears this right now and wants to do Bungalow or Bingo, tweet us. I, actually I want was, to gauge interest in this.
1: I was already talking to a liquor rep. I haven't told you yet. Oh, all uh, right. He was very interested in, okay. in participating all in right. a bungalow or bingo. I like it. All right. All right. Keep your ears open, I bungalowers. Uh, Nikki's Place in Paramore just reopened. Yeah? So Soul Food, it originally b- burned down. Yep. They got some assistance from the city, and they've reopened. Scott Joseph was there, and he said it was amazing. Awesome. And uh, never,
0: I don't think I went to the old one, so now I, I need to go to the new one. Let's go. i with we'll, you. Maybe we Depending on when they're open, let's yeah. try to do a show there.
1: I'm in. All right. Who doesn't want soul food? Uh, I want people eat soul with food no day. soul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, George Wallace, the new. The, is the new director of the center.
0: Not the former politician from Alabama. No, but the he's former
1: dead. director of Orlando Fringe Theater, in Orlando International Fringe oh, Theater gosh. Festival.
0: Yeah, so he abandoned Orlando. He
1: did. Went to in Indianapolis. Indianapolis
0: to do their Fringe Festival. Gave
1: up because they're hopeless. Because it sucks up there. And he came back. <laughs> now he's running a community center for the gays. Yeah. So he's at the
0: the... The center, yeah, the LGBT center. Yeah, he's the executive director. Safety. So Terry De who ran that for years, I think he stepped back. I, I'm pretty sure Terry's he like was there
1: accepting a job in Key West, and then Pulse happened, yep. and he stuck around to help them through that, and he's just been there since. And
0: and so the last time I talked to Terry, he was at one of my gatherings at the collective. He said that he this was happening. He didn't say anything about George. He just said he was sort of stepping back from executive director. I think it just got to be too much from what I gather. I could be well, wrong.
1: They're under a, a huge microscope right now because of funding and tracking the money that they got from pulse yeah all those donations there were Uh, a lot of gift cards that weren't tracked so yeah and
0: you know what i you know probably smart as as somebody who has just dealt a little bit as one person like trying to deal with a lot of stuff right i can see that happening like you know if if a thousand gift cards come in right you know at once it's just hard sometimes how do you
1: keep well and that's why it's interesting but that's why you have protocols in place Totally. To but count and, and, and keep track of every single one of those things. So that but you can't don't have those in things
0: butt. in place when something like Pulse happens. Right. But and then
1: there's like a million volunteers all wanting yeah. to be helpful. And, and you say
0: yes to everybody. Yeah, we want your help. I was actually I... turned down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that's over. because it was you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I think Terry <laughs> stepped back to it. become
0: like the communications director. I think.
1: Okay. Oh, I thought. So it's not moving. I Let's don't think around. so. What do you think about the LGBT center? I'll be honest. I've never been in. I don't really see – and as a gay man, I – no, I'm, we're not going to go there. All right. You're going to get in trouble. I am. This is – every week I say one thing that gets You've me in trouble. You've already said
0: something about the Main Street District, so why don't you – Oh,
1: banners. Who cares about <laughs> banners? <laughs> <laughs> I just question <laughs> – I question the long-term viability of LGBT centers, uh-huh. and I know that the focus is on becoming a community centers and yeah. providing more stuff for the community, but I know I just – I don't understand the role anymore. Yeah. Brandon, I think we got to wrap up. No events? What What do you got? Quickly. Quickly. Well, oh, my gosh. Guided tour. We're doing a <laughs> Facebook Live broadcast of a guided tour of the Genius Preserve. That's across the lake, uh-huh. Virginia, from Rollins College. Yeah. We're doing Brunch Bros. is having a beer release at Deadly Sins. The Orlando Pottery Festival is at Lock Haven. My Center wife will be there. On Saturday. Uh, the Visage Reunion. That's like that goth club that you see. Oh, on yeah, Thursday. yeah. That's happening at Independent Bar Saturday. Oh, that'll be good. Uh, there's a Baldwin Park cleanup on Sunday, 8.30 a.m. Go and pick up around Lake Baldwin. Book of Mormon at the Dr. Phillips Center for Performing this Arts. This weekend? is Tuesday. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going to be there Wednesday. And then also Wednesday is the Orlando Story Club, and they're raising money for ArtReach Orlando. People come and tell stories 7 p.m. at the Abbey. Super cool. Let's wrap it up. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.